Welcome to the B-Side Brands Podcast. We're here to talk about branding and marketing and whatever else happens, I guess. <laughs> feeling good. Yeah, feeling yeah. Not so sure about the sanity. <laughs> How do you define brand? Vicious, vicious dominatrix. Just four dudes who like playing music. Here's yeah. my logo. <laughs> it's that emotional attachment, that gut reaction. Culture drives brand. 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 Welcome back to the B-Side brands. Megan, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited. Um, It's yours and Matt's anniversary. It is. And you're choosing to spend it with me (laughs) and I'm honored. I knew you were going to throw that in there. (laughs) I had to. Well, thank you for coming by. I really appreciate it. This is the first one we have done in person. As you know. Makes and me feel very special. Yeah, it is special. In this little makeshift, like, noise room, <laughs> this recording studio. We'll see how it goes. So you're back at work. It's I'm been a stressful last 15, 16, 17 months now. Wow, wow, wow. It's been wild. Yeah, what was that like? Um, oh, God. A lot of ups and downs. I think, um, for me, I put it in sections, right, because there was three separate shutdowns for me yeah. right so one felt different because my husband was home and my daughter was home from school we were all home so it sort of felt like a team and we ate together and whatever it wasn't so bad mm-hmm. then the second time second time I was alone my husband went back to work my daughter was back at school and I was at home just with my dog trying to find ways to make money yeah other it, than you weren't working during that time I wasn't working during that time And uh, that was a little more stressful because that one, they kept on dragging it out. Mm -hmm. It was the longest one. So when Christmas came and I wasn't doing Christmas nails and jazzing people up and holiday ready, that that sucked. I missed my clients terribly right before the holidays. I think I really felt it. Mm -hmm. Um, Then the third time, I didn't want to believe it. (laughs) I was mad. I had worked on some clients. They'd given me my job back. It was a Friday, I had just finished a client and my husband comes in and he's like, Megan, they're shutting you down again. I think I sat there in the mess of the room for like a half an hour. And he came in, Megan, are you okay? I'm like, no. Like I'm I was mad. Yeah. I was upset. I was angry. I'm like, I'm not okay. Like I, we have bills to pay. And like he was amazing. His job, you know, made it work, but um is tight, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I just missed everyone so bad. Yeah, it's it was a tough time for people in your line of work being like you're an esthetician. Yes. I practice very hard to say that word. Yes. Before <laughs> it's OK. Um, but yeah, I mean, hairdressers, tattoo artists, estheticians mm-hmm. like you guys were hit really hard with these shutdowns where you're the first ones shut down. It felt like every single time and usually the longest ones. And I have friends that own uh, like a climbing gym, too, and they're sort of grouped into like group exercise rather than gym. So they were shut down quite a bit, too. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's wild. Like none of the rules seem to make sense. No. And when you're hitting round three. Don't get me started. <laughs> oh, I know. We could talk the whole podcast. Absolutely. And it, I'm not going to. I'm going no. to keep it light. I'm going to be careful. Yeah. But it, yeah, it, none of them made sense. And it was tough. Like it was tough because it just kept happening over and over and over again. Well, And especially because the things they were putting in, like they were saying, um, personal services or personal, you know, those are things that often people do to lift themselves up when they're stressed, when they're down, when they're whatever, or go get a tattoo when they're feeling, you know, like they most want it. The gym, the gym one broke my heart. Mm -hmm. It really did. People need the gym. 
<laughs> how do we make the gym medical? <laughs> like, exactly. you know, how do we include that as a uh, essential? Because that's what I'm looking for essential. They, you know, we were non-essential. Like the gym, come on. Well, considering one of the guidelines was you have to stay healthy. Yes. So isn't it essential that you stay healthy at right. the gym? Like, right. yeah, it, there was a lot of ups and downs. And, and, and I'm very biased. The gym I went to was very clean, very or organized since day one Yeah. prior to COVID. So like. They were doing all the things and more. And then we did the masks even at the gym for a while. And then they pulled that. And I just, oof, yeah, mentally. Yeah, I could I couldn't even imagine. But hopefully that's all behind yes, us. Yes, I agree. Fingers crossed I that agree. there is another peak. But yeah. you're back doing what you love. Back doing what I love yeah. and, and more. So you own, I guess, technically, I guess it's two businesses. You got your mobile makeup yeah. unit and then you got the ever yeah. popular Positively Beautiful. Yes. So they're married in one, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I consider them one. Yeah. I, so what kind of offerings do you offer through the mobile makeup unit? So mobile makeup, I'm I'm primarily um, weddings, weddings, events, grads i'd say i'm i'm more in that sort of field i know some uh makeup artists do more in the photography in the photo world or doing um you know big video shoots <laughs> i'm not so much in that realm again it's more of a bridal thing so gotcha. again there went all my brides <laughs> yeah well that's the thing and you i like you mentioned getting your nails done for holiday parties i was thinking like there were no holiday parties or new year's parties this that year one really broke weddings me. yeah yes. so like the key like business that yes. you're getting for those are gone 16 years in the business and it was yeah. my first time not getting everyone in and i work late hours in the holidays on purpose i mm -hmm. get everybody in i work extra late just to get everybody in to do their nails to make them feel good and hear what everyone's doing for the holidays and so not doing that oh yeah yeah it it's didn't feel good no it didn't feel good oh wow yeah and and positively beautiful what kind of services do you offer there so i i do facials which are blowing up right now i that's probably a whole other other conversation maybe during this um, that we can have um, facials, manicures, pedicures, shellac um, services. What else? Tinting, brows. I'm not so much in the waxing. I dropped waxing years ago. Mm. Sugaring has really become huge. It has. Sugarists are massive, I have no and they're idea wonderful. What that is. Sh okay, so essentially, sugaring is a natural version of waxing. Okay. A lot of people even would say it's safer. I don't. I couldn't be the one to tell you whether it is or not. Some find it less painful as well. Mm -hmm. But when sugaring came in and I waxing was never my favorite thing to do in my job. I just kind of I'll let them go by the way. So, you know, <laughs> I, I sent my clients to um, phenomenal sugarists in the city and they're they've been happy ever since. But it's a uh, you can eat it. Really? Yeah. Did you know that's edible? No. Well, so when I first heard the word sugaring, yeah. uh, I was talking to someone about this actually recently. I was like, I don't know. It sounds magical. Like, it sounds like <laughs> yeah. they can just rub sugar on you and your hair just goes away. That is essentially it. Really? Yes. And and I, the thing about too, it like waxing, I'll fully admit, I could teach you how to do it in three seconds right now. Really? Like, yes. I could show you how to wax. It's really, really easy. It's, it's really not that hard. Whereas sugaring takes skill. It's a lot of people have been doing it, have been doing it many, many years, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of skill. But they literally lay it on with their hand. There's no muslin involved. They lay it on, it's warm, and then they pull it and it's gone. And then they, I think they use the same piece. They warm it in their hand and they relay it and they rip really? and they relay it and they pull and they relay it. And they, yeah. Oh, so less waste. Less waste. Whereas with me, there's muslin strips you have to cut. Yeah. I find it messier, which I don't miss, <laughs> right? Mm. Um, but yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. And then, of course, I, I can't remember if I mentioned because we kind of got off track there on uh, the mobile makeup artistry as well. So makeup artistry, I do makeup lessons. Um, I'll go to women in their homes and I'll do which I haven't in so long, but I can't wait to again um, do mobile makeup lessons. It's you a do blast. Lessons. I didn't know. you. Oh, did God, that. it's fun. Awesome. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. And I set up they have their wine and snacks and I set up and I bring my my stuff. They can bring stuff of their own. Nice. I don't know how to use this. Can you show me? Sure. It's so fun. That's so, that's interesting. I thought you just did it, mm -hmm. honestly. And I most didn't know, do. Like most that's, do. that's really, like it's beneficial. Right. So if they have a product that they don't know how to use and they, you know, maybe their sister uses it, but they're not as confident with it. I can come in and just say, hey, this is how you use it. This is what it's for. Um, so that they aren't wasting their money. Yeah. They aren't buying a product that they know is just going to go, you know, to waste in their drawer. Yeah. That's super beneficial. Mm -hmm. And you sell product too, right? You know, that's really a side thing. So uh, it used to be called mascara makeup. Now it's called Saint. Okay. It's based out of the States and it's really just it's a really nice makeup line and I'm a very particular person. So I don't just take on anything. Um, but I really love the product line and, um, I show you how to use it. Same kind of thing. If you love it, you can buy it from me. Yes. And mm -hmm. if not, you know, whatever, but it's, it's really light and easy. And, um, how do you say user-friendly? Oh, perfect. Right. So all ages, all skin types. Yeah. All yeah. skill levels. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. So how long have you had the business now? So, so I've been an esthetician 16 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I've run my business from my home for probably 12 or 13, somewhere around that okay. mark. So the first few years I was in salons and spas, big ones in the city. Hey. And some of my best skills and best things I ever learned were in those spas. But, um, but I changed the dynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if you want to hear about that, but I, I do. Yeah. In a second. In a, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. that's okay. That's okay. I, um, I'm so, I'm transitioning into all the no, it's all your good. Next it's perfect. Um, so okay, so starting back to when you like wanted to do this, like mm -hmm. right out of high school, mm -hmm. like I'm assuming like you have to get some sort of classification, like certifications and everything yeah. to do that. Did you know right out of high school that's what you wanted to do? I had an idea. Well. To be honest with you, I wanted to be a flight attendant. Really? Yeah, but to, a flight attendant. Yeah, and I think I would have nailed it. To be honest with you, I really <laughs> do. I'm good with people, so I think. But you have to speak French, and I didn't. Yeah. Well, now they switch a button. Mm -hmm. I know there's the odd person yeah. who speaks French. I think someone still has to on it's board. It's an audio recording. It's an audio it. recording. Yeah. So whatever, whatever. <laughs> Besides the point. So I did that, but I actually did um, theatrical makeup in high school for the plays. Mm -hmm. And theater makeup was really, really fun. I actually thought I wanted to do um, get into film. Okay. But when I found out I had Blanche McDonald to choose from, either in BC or Toronto, I knew I'd have to move away. And I was too close to friends and family. I wasn't a go-off-and-do-things-by-myself kind of girl, especially then. So I took a different route, and a friend said, well, you could be an esthetician. And I'm like, well, what is that? And they're like, well, you're good at nails, and you like skincare and all that. And so I looked into it, and sure enough, I went to Scientific Marvell, um, I graduated out of there. Oh, five. That was on Portage and Kennedy. Mm -hmm. Now it's gone. <laughs> All these schools are shutting down, but that's where I went to school. I did about nine months there. And then I did a two year, um, apprenticeship mm. in spas. And then, yeah. Interesting. Kind of where it went from there. Yeah. Cause I remember that, God, it was years ago. I think at, 
uh, a friend's part, Danny's party, actually. Oh, no. And you, like, <laughs> I remember like, oh, it was like someone was like, Megan's Megan's doing hand massages in the kitchen. Oh, my because, God. I forgot all about that. <laughs> everyone, because even at that time, and that was years ago, everyone so knew long. you wanted to be an esthetician. And then right. you're getting into manicures and like, oh, she gives the best hand massages. Yes. We'll get a hand massage from Megan yes. in the kitchen. <laughs> Oh my God. I can't even believe you're telling. I forgot all about that. Years. And I was, I was learning, but yeah, aesthetics was a way to stay in makeup, um, but stay local. So I knew I could work on brides, still do makeup, mm. not in a film way, obviously, but, um, yeah. That's interesting. I wanted to be in film too, actually. Did you? Yeah. Uh, actually video editing is where I started my university career and then hopped out Love real it. quick and went to business changed it over and here i am yeah right <laughs> doing podcasts <laughs> Big in my dreams. basement hey there's nothing wrong with it it gets the job we're done, living right? the dream in different ways so you did your apprenticeship uh at uh, different salons and you said you you started working at different salons what was it at what point um did you sort of want to transition away from working for somebody and have and to having your own business like tell take me through that story of working at salons that one can be emotional a little too um I worked in a big spa and I'm not going to lie. Some of the, like I say to this day, some of the best stuff I ever learned that I still apply in many of my services to this day are from some of these big spas and salons that I credit to, but they also wanted me to be a salesperson. I am not a salesperson. Mm -hmm. Like, and that is a huge reason a lot of clients love to come see me because if you want to know about something, you want to know about a product, I'll tell you, but I am not a salesperson selling you things. I want you to come relax, enjoy. And it's not always, but in some of these salons or spas, you were a number. And one in particular, I won't name. Um, they started booking me so back to back, they were taking my lunches out. I would be soaking a client for a pedicure and I would be hiding behind a wall, scarfing down a sandwich while she soaked her feet it was wrong. Like, and I'm like, this isn't right. Like we're not treated properly to their number. They just want more money. And that's not my style. I also don't want to rush my clients out. I want you to come in, have a great service, enjoy, relax. Don't worry about the time, obviously, mm -hmm. unless you need to be somewhere after. Right. Yeah. So that, um, one salon in particular, let me go because they said, you're, they use the term, you're flatlining, Megan. Your sales are flatlining. Really? Yeah, you're not a salesperson. And I wasn't, and I knew I wasn't. Like, I was like, I have to get out of here. You mm -hmm. know, like, it just felt not personal. And I wanted to be able to, if someone's having a bad day, sit them down and pour a little Baileys in their coffee. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know, you're having a bad day, I can give you an extra long massage in your pedicure. That's what brings people back to me because I have that personal, you know, connection that I didn't really get to have in the big salons and spas. Mm -hmm. You know, it just wasn't there. And you, instead of trying to find that in any salon, you took this. It's funny because you mentioned you're not the go off on your own type mm -hmm. of person, but like starting your own business is a big endeavor. Well, that was the more emotional part of it. So I finished my hours, so mm -hmm. to speak, my apprenticeship hours, because literally you just had a dead number of hours you had to complete and that was in a smaller spa she was a wonderful boss she treated me very well and again same thing her skill level was unbelievable I still credit her very much to this day on the things I learned but eventually she turned to me and said she handed me a contract and said you have to sign this you're not allowed to work on anyone in this job outside of here 
And I'm like, no, like mm-hmm. I'm skilled. I'm trained. If I know how to do this and I'm licensed, why not? It's like a non-compete kind of thing, right? Yeah. And, um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm referencing this. I literally walked out on her that day with no job. I stepped out on her and I said, I can't do this. Like I, this, this isn't fair. Got in my car and I was bawling my whole way home and I turned the radio on and Eminem lose yourself. Came nice. On. I was actually, I'm so happy you said that. Cause I was just about to ask what song played Eminem <laughs> lose yourself. And if that isn't the soundtrack for I starting will, your like, own business, this is rap and I'm crying to it. Like if I hear it to this day, yeah. my, I might, my, my I well up. Really? I well up. With your, it's lose yourself. Yeah. I mean, anyone listening is going to go, holy shit, it's lose yourself. That's so weird. But it's saying like, this is your time. Step yeah. up. And in that moment, I knew like, I need to go out on my own. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to do this. And then I went home and told my husband, well, boyfriend at the time, because him and I don't think we're married yet. I'm like, um, so yeah, I quit. And he's like, so yeah, you just, uh, you just walked out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, man, like we have bills to pay. I'm like, yeah, I realized that was stupid. So I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to get a job really fast. And uh, yeah, we made things work. But I knew in that moment I wanted to treat people different. Mm -hmm. I wanted them to relax and enjoy. And I didn't like this rush, rush, rush. And I don't know, some places even taking the massage out. Like, "Ah, I don't want a massage, like polish or massage or nail art or massage. And I thought, no, like they're paying for a service. Yeah. to relax and enjoy. That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So then so, it's worked out well. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what was that process then? Like now you've made this decision, you know what you want to do and you definitely know the type of atmosphere you want to have with that. What was that process to actually start the business? It certainly wasn't immediate. I wanted to ease into it because you don't just like make up a huge clientele, you know, especially after leaving somewhere. Right. You kind of have to start small and work your way up right Mm -hmm. so we had a condo at the time there was a spare room in there I worked on friends and family only and I did work in another salon at the time and they knew like I said on the side I do this just you know on friends family and they didn't care they knew there was no stealing of clientele it it wasn't like that ever ever and um yeah so I did that on the side and then eventually more friends and family who knew about my little room that was you know maybe close to where they lived or or I would take people at 10 o'clock at night right that was before I had a daughter right yeah so people would say you know I need this done can you come and then it just started getting busier and busier at home and eventually I was able to leave the salon and uh do it full time from home. That must have been a good feeling when you didn't need that crutch. It was nerve wracking and I did have to make the leap and it was a scary leap, (laughs) but yes, I I did make it. And excellent. Yeah. How about the name? How'd you come up with the name? You know what? Originally it was actually like aesthetics, my Megan, it was very boring. Mm -hmm. And I was actually a, a, one of my siblings that was like, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Your name sucks. And I'm like, Oh, okay. He's like, it's just boring, Megan. I'm like, okay, that's true. You're you're right. So, um, yeah, it took me a while. I had a few, and I would just text them to him and be like, hey, what about this one? And he'd be like, no, that sucks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so eventually, um, him and I and my husband, of course, uh, helped you know help me, and we figured out positively beautiful. And it was really just, yeah, I mean, coming for beautification, enjoying yourself, feeling good, but then also it being about positivity yeah and speaking positively about yourself Mm -hmm. i don't like negative talk about oneself Mm -hmm. i don't like it 
it's hard for me to listen to someone talk negatively about themselves. Yeah, it's funny because I know that about you. I've known you for a while yeah. and I, I've gotten that sense and the name just sounded like it matched your personality. That's but good. That, that makes me yeah. feel good. So, it's paying off. The name is paying off. Naming is hard. It's hard. It sucks. Yes. <laughs> and some of the names I came up with were bad. Like if I'd, <laughs> if I'd look back and actually chosen them, right? Like, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Oh, it's, I know. I've tried, I'm, I've tried to name this podcast. It took me forever. And yeah. I'm still like, yeah, whatever. It'll do. Yeah. <laughs> like it'll do for now. Yeah. And that's okay. Like sometimes things don't fit right away. It doesn't mm-hmm. always fit right away. Absolutely. It takes time. So uh, as much as I looked online and through your Instagram account, I couldn't find any like logos or anything. For no. Me. So you don't have a logo. No. Which is funny. And I love it because when we talk brand with companies, a lot of Ooh, this people. this is a tough one. <laughs> well, they, they, they go right to like logo and color scheme and stuff like that. But for you, it's strong. Like yeah. it's, it rings, like your brand is strong and you don't have a logo, a color scheme, a brand guidelines, but you, you feel it a lot stronger. Oh, that's good. And that I makes feel me like, feel better about it. Well, yeah, I feel like it gives you more of a connection to what your brand is. Right? right. Like it's easy for a company to say, oh, our brand, let me show you our guidelines. Let me, you know, read you our brand story. Let me show you our logo and all that kind of stuff. When you don't have that, you're forced to look internally yes. at what your brand is. Yes. It's very personal. Yeah. Right. I think and you're being in my home, it's extra personal. Absolutely. Right. Are you ever going to get a logo? That's a great question. <laughs> you know what? It's something I've never even thought of. Mm hmm. I mean, if you don't need one, it doesn't mean I wouldn't, <laughs> Yeah. but I laugh because when I have to make my gift cards up, because yeah. like the holidays start what coming do I put on them? and I'm like, and I've ordered like a million different types and I'm like, that one's terrible. Oh, that one's terrible. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just want it to look like relaxation. And what does that look like? Yeah. Hot stones. That's usually what ends up being on the, yeah. on the gift card. That's very true. Right. Lotus, I don't even do hot stones. <laughs> False advertising. No, I don't do massages either. Just <laughs> massage in your pedicure. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. So your your client base has grown like quite a bit now. Like you mentioned, it started out with friends and family. Started with friends and family. Yeah. And so how has that grown? In a lot of different ways. Um, word of mouth is huge mm-hmm. for me because, again, people have that personal experience with me and then they sort of pass it on. Oh, like she'll, you're in good hands. I'll pass you on. My sister will come. So that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, my bridal party. <laughs> I end up working on half of them. Um, but COVID also changed a lot. A lot. Um, there's more people wanting to come see me because it's just me and them one-on-one. So they feel safe for not going into a salon. And again, speaking for my salon friends, they do, they are amazing and they keep things very safe, but some just like that one-on-one, they feel like it's cleaner, whatever. They feel like they're not running into anyone in the meantime. That's true. It's just, you know. If they know it's out of your house, they're assuming that you're obviously taking care of your family. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The only thing they have to be cool with is Nev sometimes dropping in to show them a picture she drew. <laughs> um, you know, like, look what I drew and check this out. And, but um yeah. And then COVID changed things because when I, when they took my job, I was scrambling because I was like, I have all this knowledge. I have all this beauty knowledge and I feel lazy that I can't share it. And so I made corn tips mm-hmm. on Instagram and those, oh my God, I can't believe how well they did. I was literally doing them out of kind of boredom, but also saying, Hey guys, if you're home and you're about to file your nails wrong, I'm going to be here to tell you how to do it right. Like silly things. Right. But I just wanted to share the knowledge so bad. Well, then I started talking about my facials. I started talking about, um, you know, manicures or skincare and how to treat your, 
And then I'd get messages. Oh my God, I didn't know you did facials Mm -hmm. or I didn't know you did this. I'm like, oh my God, I'm realizing that my own Instagram, what I think is doing okay, was kind of struggling. Like I wasn't always showing things to my fullest. And that is what something this year I plan to work very much harder toward, you know, showing more facials, showing more, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Well, I'm glad you brought up the content because you do a lot of it. And you, I, th- I like in looking at your page, like you do a lot of content, you do it well. And there's a lot of different types, I think is the mm. best part. Cause you're not just showing completed products. Like, no. yes, there's pictures of people's nails and everything, uh-huh. but you're, you're doing a lot of those tips. Mm-hmm. I noticed that you're they doing were fun. That. Yeah. And they you, were fun. You like, you still, you're still doing like tutorials and yep. stuff. And then you, you're also posting like client testimonials. Cause you mentioned like mm-hmm. word of mouth is huge mm-hmm. so you're leveraging that mm-hmm. and i was gonna ask like is there a strategy around what you post and when like how do you sort of decide and plan on what it is you're talking about um my job luckily for a lot of things is seasonal yeah like um it sounds silly but well it doesn't you know i say that but uh obviously with covid it might look different now but when people are gearing up to go on their vacations get you know or get beach ready that sort of thing There's new things I'm going to be posting and talking about because I know they need to get mani-pedis done or does that make sense? Or like the the weather changes and right away I'm like, you got to get a facial. Mm -hmm. You know, your skin is struggling and it is. I'm getting all the messages. Megan, my skin. What is going on? I'm breaking out. I have eczema. This is happening. And with all the new things with COVID, with stress and like mask, mask acne, mask is that a thing? Knee, mask knee. <laughs> yeah, <mask> <laughs> that's what that's another reason my facials blew up. But just that kind of thing. So I really base it on what kinds of things people are looking for a certain time of year. But also even right now, I'm racking my brains because I want to put out a special for my nurses and teachers mm-hmm. um, to thank and treat them. But I'm like, what do I do? You know, my my nurses can't always get their nails done because they're often not allowed to wear anything on their nails in the hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they usually do it when they're on off time. Um, so maybe a facial, you know. But I'm I'm always, my the wheels are always turning, you know, as to how I can connect with my people to my best ability. Do you pre-plan usually? Yes, I try. Oh, okay. I try. I never used to. Yeah. But Instagram has kicked my butt. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, I've really become a major Instagrammer. Yeah. Yeah. You have. Like, oh, my your God. boosted. Like, it's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's gone well. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, there's and there's tons of tools out there, too, to like pre-schedule yes. as well. Like, do you use those? Or I no? don't use those. Instead, I just um, in my own little planner in my phone, I'll just get it out and be like Wednesday, make a post about this. Excellent. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and most of the time I follow through, there's the odd day I don't. And, but yeah, I try to do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And no website, right? No website. I used to have one for okay. a long time and it was fine. Then my web guy, you know, and I'll be honest, funds weren't great and they're not always the cheapest. Mm-hmm. And my web guy kind of was like, man, you know, I'm, I don't really have much time to keep this up anymore. Maybe you can do it on your own. And I tried, but I was terrible. Yeah. Well, you're saying you're not tech. Savvy. I am not a tech girl. <laughs> I'm the girl calling my husband at work during the day. So what's OK. So if I copy and paste, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Megan. Do you not know this? This is bad. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad. But I it's true. I'm I'm not. And so I need help in those areas. But I'm I realized I really just needed to take hold of my Instagram to the most because my work is very visual. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of luck out with not having a website. And for my um 50 plus crowd, 
uh, who maybe might not be on Instagram, I try and reach them, you know, differently, but if they're not on there, but yeah, it, it seems to work well for me, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone can go view what I'm doing. Yeah. All times. That's actually leads me to another good question actually is like you do have a, a wide age range and demographic with your customers. Are you purposely doing different content, different like type of stuff to reach those different groups? I was actually thinking about that. Like, I don't know. Yes and no. Cause a lot of what I do, everybody loves mm-hmm. and enjoys. Um, but on a, on a confidence level, I'm looking differently. Like sometimes it's my 50 plus crowd that is most afraid of makeup. Right. So sometimes I want to reach them in a way that's like, no, don't be afraid of it. Like you you look so beautiful. You know, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? Like, um, so I'm always trying to reach them in different ways, but really a lot of what I do kind of hits them all. Yeah. But you, but you're identifying a problem that exists with that certain demographic. Yes. Yes. Like I'll like to put it plainly, I'll admit, um, I don't have a ton under, under 30, like a few, but not a ton. Not enough to justify you getting a TikTok account. No, (laughs) never. It's not happening. No. And they are very um, YouTube-y, do it themselves. Like even grads, a lot of them do their own makeup now and that's Mm -hmm. fine. Um, But, you know, there's still a certain age that they just kind of want to learn it themselves. They YouTube it, they Google it and they figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't have a lot of that sort of age group. Are your like clients the same type of clients that would go to those big sort of like those big spas to get their nail done or, or like my question, I guess is around like, do you view that as competition for you? I don't because they, they're so different in in many ways. Like some really like that atmosphere, which is totally fine. I've worked in it. It's, it's can be wonderful. Um, but some even just, you know, they, they, the personal side, yes, maybe it's conversations we're having that they wouldn't in a salon. Could be that. Yeah. For some, it's straight up. It's like, can I come in my pajamas? I'm like, yeah, freaking <laughs> go for it. Like, I don't care. Come yeah. be relaxed, right? Um, yeah, no, I don't really view it as competition. It's completely different. Like the it way is. you're talking about your business and the what I know about those big places. Yes. Like, yeah, it's you're you're priding yourself like right on that relationship piece and comfort. Yes. Like you said, right? Like, yes. I get more upset with um, shops that aren't cleanly or taking things seriously, especially because Manitoba has pretty strict like guidelines for health and safety. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they've let a lot of that go by the wayside sometimes allowing shops to open that aren't clean and sanitary. Um, I can't refer by name, but you even see that in some, like in, in some tattoo shops actually yes. in the city too, which oh, is yes. kind of scary. I, I'll, I'll say it yeah. 100%. Someone who has tattoos and goes and still goes um, to tattoo artists. They are very cleanly, yeah. incredibly. Yeah. If they aren't, you wouldn't be going back because exactly. If you got an infection, which you would, if it wasn't clean or sanitary or they'd be closed, they'd be shut down Mm -hmm. Um, or people wouldn't want to go there. And people talk. You and I both know like that shop's great. Go there. He's wonderful. Um, Same in my kind of field. So I sort of let people figure that out for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then usually they end up saying, oh, like I got a fungal infection. Mm -hmm. Can you help me fix this? Or, you know, um, 
it's it's scary. Like if if you use a tool wrong, you can make someone bleed. Yeah. And if the tool isn't clean, like you're talking big issues there. Yeah, no kidding. Ugh. Yeah. Um, jumping quickly back to marketing, do you do anything else beyond like your social content uh, in terms of marketing? Like, have you done like boosted posts or anything like that at all? No. 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 And I'm just so, let the content live for itself. I am so yeah. like old school. Well, it's working, right? Yeah. And like you're really leveraging that word of mouth, mm -hmm. and it seems to be working perfectly for mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You should boost a post here and there. Okay. I have to know what that is. You have to tell me this. I feel like old I, granny. I, I don't know what this is. I'm learning as I go. Yeah. I've done a couple actually with the podcast so far and it's, it's interesting. Like it doesn't help like an overwhelming amount, but, um, but I'll get a lot more visits on the page. And I think that that's like, I'm not seeing like an overwhelming lift in, in listeners to the podcast, but I'm seeing a lot more people that saw the post mm. and then I'll get like one or two people that, like like yes. my page or follow my page kind of like stories of yeah. versus posting yeah and that's an interesting dynamic too like yes. it, like is certain types of content should only be on one yes. versus the other and i'm trying to figure that out. like it's funny because i'm in marketing and i'll coat like i've done this for clients for yes. for years and when it's your own thing yeah. it's almost like you're completely brand new to it mm -hmm. and i'm like trying to figure it out for myself i'm like okay what makes sense like for these podcasts i would always release like polls yes um like about the episode it's like oh have your say join the conversation yeah. i was realizing on those polls no one likes um commenting on stuff so i'm like tell me a time when this happened or list this mm -hmm. no one's doing anything but everyone can click a yes or no button yep. so I'm oh like, my okay, god fine. everybody just, loves just, polls yeah i'm like i'll leave it as yes or no and i put up a poll it was so silly like i i posted something about a, a purse dump and i was like anybody else having this issue ladies where your purse is full of crap whatever well, everybody spotted the Thrills gum. Mm, and I, I, I remember that. I yeah. had about a thousand messages. Are you disgusting? Do you really chew Thrills gum? I'm like, I cannot. So that, then I did a Thrills gum poll just on yeah. purpose. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. Doing this. Yeah. Who loves Thrills gum? Who hates it? And it was <laughs> hilarious just to see whose answers. I had people personally messaging me. You're disgusting. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I love Thrills gum. So do I. I, I love it. It's so unique. <laughs> yes, it does taste like soap. It does. But there's another like spice in there that just keeps it interesting. Yes, you love it or you hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's a love-hate thing. Yeah. Right? You love it or you hate it. That's too it's, funny. It's kind of like Pepsi and Cola. People are going to, you know. People are going to go back and forth. That's, yeah, really. Right? It really is. Am I allowed to say that on here? Yeah. <laughs> cilantro <laughs> is another big one, too. Like, people like just think cilantro tastes like soap. And yes. then some people love it. I love it. Yes. Like, it's on everything. It's in guac. Like, if I'm making anything, yes. cilantro's in it. Cilantro's big. Yeah. That's a big one. My brother was working one time, and he, I think he had, like, a cilantro and a salad. Yeah. And he said uh -oh. a client walked in and uh, was like, it smells like soap in here. <laughs> See, like, I've never really? gotten the soap. Yeah. No, neither. I've, 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 I've tasted it and tried. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just, I taste a plant. I don't taste soap. So, like, no, I don't, I don't taste soap. It. Yeah. No, me neither. Yeah. No, that's a, that's an odd one. But it just made Girls me, gum. so those make me laugh <laughs> when I'll get something random out of it. Yeah. And those just, I'm, I'm all about a laugh every day. Yeah. So I'll do anything just to get a laugh. <laughs> like, that's excellent. You got to do more polls then. Oh yeah. They're fun. Yeah. They're so much fun. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so um, I want to do a manicure. Yeah, let's do Get it. Get a manicure. I've never had one. Oh, my God. Never had a manicure, <gasps> never had a pedicure, never been waxed, never oh done anything. I know, I know. Manicure virgin. This is the first time ever, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. So I'm uh, I'm hoping it goes over. I'm going to, mm -hmm. so we're going to set up here. Yeah. Hold my mic over here. All right. 
Okay, let's see these hands. And I'm gonna I'm gonna bug you and make yours. Yeah, that's okay. okay. Whatever's as long as I don't bump so it. So I need to take off my ring or anything? You can take your ring off if you yeah, want, okay, yeah. Because then I'll put some cream on and Ooh. yeah, right? You're gonna all get right. all the good stuff. All right. Oh my get god, me. someone who has really simple hands. Look at that. Okay. That's simple hands. We're gonna do a little filing here. <laughs> Clean them up. All right, so you start off by filing. Well, for a male manicure, yeah, especially. Like depends on but you don't have them super long. Most guys don't. I just trimmed them last week. Oh, and look it's, at that. It's almost because I was prep, prepping for this manicure. I was right? like, I can't have them gross. <laughs> You're all nervous. They got to be, yeah, they got to be good. Okay, so you did a little bit of prep. Yeah, usually I don't like filing. This is not bad. Is this uh, not bothering no, you? No, it's not bothering me at all. Okay, good. Yeah. I try not to keep it too, too long. Like, uh, so I'll, I'll go rock climbing every now and then at my at my friend's gym. Shout out to the Hive. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, and they rip up your nails like something awful. It must. Like, yeah. Like they're like it's you're grabbing on things and you scratch the wall as you go. And when yes. I come down, like they're all chewed up. So I, I throw a file in my bag and I give it a quick file as I leave. Look I hate this I hate filing on my nails. top of it. Well, it's because it catches on everything. Yes. I put my hands in my pockets and it's like catching. So yeah. like, I have to do something. I just love that you thought to bring it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I hate I hated filing. I just it's such a gross feeling when I'm doing it to myself. A lot but. of people don't love it. It takes more getting used to, I would say, on the toes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, than on the that. hands but once you've been a pedicure expert and my ladies are any even my males i have a lot of males who love pedicures too same thing once they get used to it you're not, you don't even notice it anymore really yeah feet feet is yeah that's something it, it doesn't bother you to work on feet not at all really no. see and i'm always like i don't think i have bad feet but uh, i'm always <laughs> like 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 cautious but i i'm almost worried it's not like i'm worried about my feet being gross i'm worried about other people yes. that may be grossed out by feet by, in general yes okay yeah so and, it, yeah and so i i had a massage actually for the first time since like covid yes. honestly um just like last week and you know i love a good foot massage but i wasn't about to go ask for that in my oh massage my God. like i just feel bad asking. never feel bad asking she asked thankfully and then the whole time i'm thinking like god i hope she's not grossed out by this no <laughs> never feel like she's forced to no never feel bad asking there are massage therapists that don't love working on feet but yeah. a lot of them do because they know it's part of the job yeah and i actually have a girlfriend she's a massage therapist and before kids we would actually massage each other's feet oh really We'd get together yeah and we would put hot towels in a little crock pot and we'd let them warm up and we wrap each other's feet in hot towels that's and then we do foot massage on each other but <laughs> like i said that was long before we had children <laughs> that's hilarious yeah so yeah i've never had a, a pedicure never had a manicure oh man i've heard about those little fish that eat your feet though <gasps> i have to try that in lifetime sometimes. you've never tried it i've never tried I it i would assume you did no well um, i don't know if <laughs> is i don't even know if that's here uh, yeah, a good question. I don't know. Now I just I need assumed to find it was everywhere. Out. I'm so going to Google it. That was the only thing I was debating trying. I was like, I should try that. I, it just seems interesting. Yes. But um, it does. I think it looks really cool. I would try it. Why? Why is it important, especially for men? Because I wouldn't have think thought of like manicures, pedicures as being a manly thing. Why is it important for men or anybody to care about their nails? I think honestly, it's more about that them just looking clean and professional, especially depending on your job. I'm not going to lie. If you work in a garage, it's kind of a lost cause, yeah. um, which is fine. But like, even if you're going on a date and mm -hmm. like, especially for someone who maybe works in a garage or something like that, maybe you're going out on a date and you want your hands to look cleaned up for the date. Like that could be a, a breaker for people, yeah. you know, she might go, Oh, like, look at his look fingernails. At nails. Like, I don't know, but <laughs> foot care is important for everyone. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it's the only two feet you'll have standing that you'll be standing on for the rest of your life, you know, so you want to treat them good. And a lot of men, like women get their men in, come on, please, you know, go see Megan, you know, trust me, trust me. And then sure enough, they try it and they came for one reason, but then they realize, oh God, like this is just relaxing. Yeah. Like I'm just sitting here enjoying it and I'm getting the massage and Plus men, I hate to admit it, but men get a longer massage <laughs> because women get polished, right? Or sometimes oh, yeah. women want nail art and funky stuff on their toes, right? Which takes a little longer. So guys usually end up getting the best of really? the massage. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yes. I like a good hand massage. Good yeah. foot massage. Right? It's always good. Yeah. Can't turn them down. <laughs> and so how about skincare? Uh, I know that's that's always a big one. Yeah. And I know that there's probably a lot of myths and a lot of the things that people are doing wrong that d they don't even know they're doing wrong. Oh God, wrong. don't get me started. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so like, what are, what are some of those big things that you've seen? Oh, people using baby wipes on their skin. Mm. Just like, that's just how I clean it. I just use baby wipes. Really? Yeah. I'm like, okay, no, no, don't, 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 don't do that. Um, well, I guess for women more often, cause you're pulling off makeup and stuff. Right. right but even just, they think it's a way to clean. So oh, it's really? like, yeah. So instead of buying a cleanser, they just have what's on hand and they buy, you know, grab baby wipes or straight up alcohol mm -hmm. on a cotton pad mm -hmm. and just swipe it on the skin. Yeah. I feel like that would burn. Well, I feel like it would burn. It's stripping the the skin of it's all its natural oils. Yeah. So they say, oh, my skin isn't oily. Well, yeah. Like the oil is gone. Because <laughs> you burned you it off. You sucked it all up. <laughs> right? Like, oh yeah. There's been some things people use on their face. They shouldn't. Um, straight up Vaseline. I am not against Vaseline. This is one I get a lot. You hate Vaseline. You're such a Vaseline hater. No, 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 no. It's not that I hate Vaseline. Vaseline mm -hmm. has a place. So Vaseline is more of a protectant. It's, 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 it's meant to sit on top of the skin and not really penetrate. Mm -hmm. So when I hear people say, oh, I just moisturize with like straight up Vaseline, petroleum jelly. It's not quite right. It's, that's yeah. not what it's meant for, right? Like I know um, male men, male, male women mm -hmm. um, will put it on their skin in the winter just to protect their skin. Oh, Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, it's a yeah. barrier. Yeah. Like it's more of a barrier. So it's not meant to. It's not skincare. No, it's, it's not skincare. Protection, yeah. It's just sitting there, right? So common misconception. A lot of people think I hate it. And it's not that at all. I think it's just being used wrong. How about coconut oil? Coconut oil is awesome. Is it? Oh my yeah. God. I hope my father-in-law is listening. Bob Giles, I hope you're listening. I'm just going to drop your name. Um, my father-in-law hates the idea that coconut oil is something people eat and it also goes on your body. He thinks that's <laughs> disgusting, so I like to tease him with it. Coconut oil is great. It can be used for so many things. Um, yeah, put it on your skin. Uh, in the summer, that's what I moisturize with. Yeah, that's a good one. It's one of my favorites. Are there any other edible oils like canola, uh, olive oil, anything like that? You can. Olive oil is definitely used, like it can be used in skincare or hand scrubs and stuff like that. You can put it on your face, but you just want to be sparing. Yeah. Sparingly. Would, would that create acne? It could, depending on your skin type. Gotcha. Like if you're already sort of an oily person. I am. My forehead's always. Okay. Sharp. And so I wouldn't. <laughs> so I would advise maybe against, you know, not using pure. Yeah. Um, olive oil on the face but but yeah it can be broken down into products so you can make things make scrubs make masks that has some in it won't hurt you 
Canola oil. I don't know. That one I've never heard. I would I probably would never put I That one's scary and thick. <laughs> that one's sort of in the in the Vaseline range where yeah. it's really rich. I'm thinking of what's in my cupboard. I'm exactly. like, what else can I put on my face? Well, there is there, coffee th- It's not a stupid question. Yeah. There's lots of things that we have in our own kitchen yeah. that can be used on our face. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. Um, what are the like the big causes of acne? I feel oh, like I've heard so many times that yes. it isn't what you eat, but I always feel like, oh, I, if I pound back a whole bag of sugar. I'm okay, get- so I'm straight up going to drop one of my own corn tips here, and I, I've actually reposted it before. It's had a lot of views, and I'm going to – I'll be doing it again in the fall. I can guarantee it. So I did a major corn tip about acne um, because it can come from so many different things. There can be so many different reasons. Sometimes it's straight up stress, and a lot of that happens in kind of the – chin area um from touching our face touching our face is the number one that explains it i sit there on the computer all the time like it sounds silly a lot of people think it can't be that there must be something else i'm eating something i'm doing something no believe it or not face touching is probably the number one i hear about and when i tell people to stop touching your face just remind yourself when you're about to go do it do something else they notice less breakouts because we don't realize what's on our hands right Um, and then, so whatever, okay, I can't, I can't go off on a tangent here. So stress, hormonal changes is huge, huge. And that can even just include for women after pregnancy. Oh my God, your skin can be completely different, you know, or exam time. Oh my God. I could see stress being a big, big one for sure. Huge. Stress is big. And then of course this pandemic you know, threw a whole wrench in the whole thing because some of it was stress related and some of it was that we were wearing these masks 24 seven and moisture and bacteria is getting trapped underneath the masks Mm -hmm. and bang. And we could be thinking we're cleaning our masks and they're clean, but they're not clean enough that they're laying against our skin. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, especially for people that work like frontline jobs and they're wearing them for like eight plus hours a day. Right. Like there's no way that you can avoid that kind of stuff. No, no. Um, home remedies for spot treatments for acne. You're interested in this. I love it. Well, you know why? It's because I keep hearing all these like, you know, these old like uh, home remedies, like these old like, oh yeah, if you put, you know, toothpaste on it is one. Oh yeah. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. I'm like, what works? What actually works and what doesn't? Okay. The number one thing that I love to tell people, providing you're not allergic, I'm going to say it again, because if you have an allergy, don't go buy it because some people do. Um, Most aren't is tea tree oil. Really? Do you have tea tree oil? I do. Yeah. Okay, it is amazing. Tea tree oil like literally comes with a handbook because it tells you all the different things you can do. Pre-COVID, I'll repeat that again. Pre-COVID, I used to use like a natural um, disinfectant spray in my room with tea tree. But now because of the coronavirus, I have to use products that can kill the coronavirus, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I can't use natural products. But that had tea tree in it. Um even swirling it around in uh, warm water, a few drops, and then gargling with it when you have a sore throat. Mm-hmm. Like, it kills bacteria. Same thing for acne. It'll kill it on site. Um, swirl it on before bed. Make sure your skin is clean. Some people don't love the medicinal scent of it. It yeah. is very strong. It but is, it, yeah. it freaking works. Um, what other spot treats? Um, I really love making like cocoa masks at home. Mm. Like this one, a lot of people laugh at me about, but, um, pure cocoa, you can buy raw cocoa and you can make a mask out of it with lemon juice. You can put a little bit of coconut milk in it, coconut oil, whatever, or just green tea, make it into a little paste and spot it on. It'll help break down 
the uh, redness on the skin and yeah, shrink. Really? Yeah, shrink them down. What else? There's so many good ones. So toothpaste doesn't do it? Toothpaste is a weird <laughs> one. Like, I think the only reason people are saying that is because there's like, it's mentholated, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe they're thinking. Is there, well. Because it, it calms. That's the only thing yeah. I can think of is there's some sort of. Was there anything in it that would dry it out? I'm sure maybe that's like that ba is it baking, baking soda. soda? Yeah. That maybe could that be. Yeah. And if that was the case, I would just go straight to the baking soda yeah. and lemon well, juice. Yeah. It and just then just a little yeah, do yeah. a little, you know, a little scrubby, <laughs> you know, that was spot why I treat. Was always told. And to this day, when I get a, when I get a zit, I'm like, do I put toothpaste on it to make it go away? Overnight? That is hilarious. <laughs> How many people tell me toothpaste? Yeah. Yes. No, that's it's definitely not. No, definitely not the first. <laughs> There's many others, but. Those are some of my favorites. Um, talking feet. Okay. How do you cut a toenail properly? Oh, okay. Well, you don't want to cut down deep into the corners, mm -hmm. especially if you're someone who's really prone to ingrown toenails. Yes. Have you had an ingrown? Honestly. So the reason why I'm asking this is because yep. I had my very first one probably a couple weeks ago <gasps> oh my in God. my entire life. And I was so confused. I was telling Leanne. I, I like, wish I could have fixed it. I was like, the corner of my like toe kind of hurts. And yes. she, she used to get them all the time. Yeah. And she was telling me, sounds like this. I'm like, it can't be right. She's like, well, do you cut your toenails? And this is why I'm asking the yes. question. She's like, do you cut your toenails in like, a curve? Yes. And I'm like, always have like my entire life. And it's never been an right. issue. So technically, um, you'll see us cut them straight and then in the corner you'll just see us kind of um smooth out the edge okay. instead of like cut into the edge or like okay. curve it right down in because oftentimes they miss a corner and then yeah it'll grow up into the skin right so as the nail grows mm -hmm. it grows into the skin mm. there's like a little corner missing does that make sense yep absolutely yeah but um i work on ingrowns i actually Used to not want to. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. you say you have no problem working with feet. I feel like working on Well, ingrowns. the reason was one of these major spas I worked at, which may, very much I credit them to this day, they forced me to do ingrown toenails because they kind of treated it like a little mini surgery. Mm. Damn, it worked. Mm -hmm. And they showed us how to help get rid of ingrowns. And to this day, I have a very large clientele that needs, you know, me to check on their feet, mainly because of ingrowns. Really? Yeah. Yeah, male, wow. female. And I have to admit, since all the years I've been working on them, they haven't had an ingrown since. Yeah, excellent. You know? Um, but yes, if it's it's very painful and it's something you can call an esthetician about. You can just say, hey, I have an ingrown. Can you check it out? Absolutely. Yeah, wow. you don't need to book a full service for that. If someone knows what they're doing, they'll know how to, you know, get you fixed up. So I was going to narrate this as this was going on. So yes. you, you sprayed something on my nails. Yes. So that water. was water and water with a few drops of tea tree in it. Oof, look at that. And now what are you doing? So now I'm pushing your cuticles back. Okay. I put a little bit of a cuticle gel on there that's going to soften gotcha. and sort of eat away at any dead skin that's on the, the cuticle. We're pushing them back. How's it so far? Not painful? Completely fine. <laughs> it's, it's very, honestly, it is very relaxing. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, it can be. I see tools like this. I think of the dentist. And Everybody think, does. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the dentist is not relaxing. No. <laughs> no. These Sorry, are dentists listening, but <laughs> fuck you. Also. Yeah. Not everybody's a fan of the dentist. Our tools are very similar, though. Okay. So now I'm wiping off any excess, and then I'm just going to trim with a cuticle nipper here. Okay. Everyone laughs at the nipper. The nipper. The, that's the, the nipper. That's the name of it. The that's nipper. the nipper. And I tell people not to buy one themselves because you don't really need one. If you're listening to me, like, sure, if you want one, go for it. 
But if you're going to overdo it with this thing, you know how much damage they can cause because you're going too far. So this looks like like the tiniest pair of wire snippers I've ever seen in my entire (laughs) life. Ah, I guess you could call it that. Yeah, essentially. And really all you're doing is removing any dead skin. You're not removing the cuticle. You need cuticles because it helps prevent bacteria from getting down below interesting into our skin so you're just cutting away anything dead and excess and that's it oh i have a question for you mm-hmm. so you know every now and then your nails i don't know if i have oh any, i think have, i might have know a little white spot yeah the white spot yeah what is that okay this is my favorite question i'm glad you're asking okay. me that <laughs> because every person thinks that it's um a calcium deficiency that's exactly well, and people I was gonna will say, say it's too much calcium no I've heard, no yeah. no no there's no such thing oh my god that's funny <laughs> sorry that makes me laugh no you can't have too much it's good um maybe you can have too much we'll have to talk to like a doctor here about that a naturopath or something but um you know people think that you're not drinking enough milk no it has nothing to do with that so usually those little white spots it's called leukonychia okay yeah, and all, it's it's normal. All it is is when we've banged or damaged our nail, um, it causes this little boop, little bubble, like a little mm. white spot, a little lift under the nail. And you'll see it slowly grow out. Yeah. That's all it is. Interesting. It's just a little white. It's a little dent. Yeah, it's nothing. You could have just wow. damaged it. And quite often people will damage their nails in the same spots over and over, right? Could be something creature of habit, something they're doing at home, yeah. something they do in their job and they don't realize it. Yeah, interesting. It's funny because yeah, I've always heard yours it was are related like to pretty good. Like you have no impurities on your nails at all of yeah. any kind. I pick I pick the hell out of the sides of my fingers. Yeah. Okay, so you're a cuticle picker. Yeah. yeah, you can see on a couple of them. Yeah, and it's honestly it's not even a stress thing. It's like a boredom thing. Yeah, people are nail biters, nail pickers, or cuticle pickers. Yeah, and sometimes the cuticle pickers they can almost do more damage. Yep. Sometimes because they can cause an infection, they don't realize. You know. Okay, so that one's sort of kind of cleaned up. Well, if you just use the wired trimmers and uh, right, <laughs> cleaned up the cuticles, which up. they aren't bad. I have to nice. say, your hands are in really good shape. Oh, that's good. Yes, these cushy office jobs, I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, soft hands. Yeah. You don't have to wear. That's Matt's too. His are always so soft. Excellent. Okay, let's see All this right. baby. Hand let's finish two. this one, and then we'll put some oil on. And that's my favorite part. It's all about the hydration. So I wanted to pick your brain a little bit on on body image. Yep. Uh, I know that's a big thing in today's world, especially with the introduction of social media um, filters. Everyone's trying to look or act a certain way. And then they're sort of they have this negative body image of themselves or others just from what media and what social media has done. Mm-hmm. Like, What's your take on that? Oh, how much time do you have? Yeah, um, as much as you got. That's a tough <laughs> one. Um, because. I truly think there's always going to be something like that around like social media. I think there's always going to be that stuff out there. Mm -hmm. And for me, maybe it's a huge job, but I, I just want to get to, I want to get to the women and I want to change their brains. I want them to have a different outlook on themselves so that they're not constantly picking. Right. Because those things are always going to be there. Mm -hmm. They're always going to post, you know, things like that. That make you think about, I don't know, what do I need to change? Or do I look like that? Or do I need to wear that instead? Or maybe that isn't. I don't know. Like, I just want to get to the women and. How have you been doing that? I, you know, 
through my makeup, I think I I find that I reach more people that way. I, it really upsets me. And I tell them, like, it upsets me. They sit in my chair and sometimes, not off, always, but sometimes the first thing out of their mouth is, you know, I hate my nose or, you know, how can you change my lips? And I'm like, you don't see what I see. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you and I see this gorgeous human and you're already finding ways to change it. And... I don't know. I I think, again, talking positively, speaking with this person and getting them to understand that to look at themselves in a different light. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes when I do makeup, (laughs) I'm focusing on something and when they're finished, they go, oh, my God, that's something I would never have noticed. Like, oh, my goodness, I didn't notice that how much you loved my eyes or how much you, you know, accentuated my freckles, like whatever. But um refocus Mm -hmm. refocus find a way to you know no one's perfect but you have to love who you are and if there's anything that drives me nuts in this world it's it's how women view themselves sometimes yeah and speak down to themselves and not just women this is really everybody but women can be tough Mm -hmm. i think that they're extra tough oh we finally have a hand with some like little Skin and hangnails. <laughs> this is your tougher hand. It must be. Oh, I'm right-handed, so okay, it makes sense I would pick the left hand. That makes there sense. You go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and with your brand and obviously your personality, which mm-hmm. is connected directly mm-hmm. to your brand, obviously, mm-hmm. like you do, like you've said it a million times, it's like you do have that sense of positivity mm-hmm. where I, there's been times when I think you're like you're quick to comment on posts that Leanne and I will post or mm-hmm. comment on stories. And there, I like, I kid you not, there's been times when Leanne's like, oh, Megan's just so positive. She's so nice. She makes me feel so good. Because, And you have that about you where you can talk about someone mm-hmm. um, and tell them how beautiful they are and tell them about this. And it just changes. It changes that sort of mindset with them. Like anytime you comment, like I'll tell you yes. this, honestly, anytime you comment on any post I do, I yeah. feel happy. Oh, that makes like, me feel so good. You do have that vibe with what you do. Well, I... My husband and I both connect often, you know, we connected early in our relationship through talking about bullying. Mm-hmm. We both experienced bullying as kids pretty harshly, very young. And I think it was something that I just never wanted someone else to experience, not through my hand, not mm-hmm. my not my own. You know, if I knew that I was treating someone that way, I would break my heart, right? Yeah. So I think... After experiencing it myself and realizing how much it hurt, I I just changed the way I looked at things. You know, I, I've never really, I don't know, my first thing doesn't go to the negative. You know, oh, this person isn't this, this person isn't tall, this person isn't whatever. Like, I don't know. I just have a really hard time when people look for the, for the negative, mm-hmm. you know, and... Um, I don't know. We're all such no. beautiful people. We have to celebrate. Yeah. And I like I get it with Matt, too. Like, it's, yeah. it's funny because like you and I, we were always cross paths like in, in high school and like, I guess, like early university and mm-hmm. stuff like that, just through mutual friends. But mm-hmm. like we were never like really close friends. No, but we and, always knew of each other. But we always knew of each other. Yeah. And and yeah, like Matt would still comment on some of my stories, too. And, yeah. and you're quick to always comment on stuff. And both of you. Yeah. It's always positive. It's always good vibes that I get from both of you. We are that way as a couple, very much so. Um, supporting each other, being there for one another. 
really always building one another up. And it doesn't mean you're always right. You know, mm-hmm. you could be upset with your partner and they might not always share the same views. But um, yeah, just and we we believe that around treating others the same, mm-hmm. you know, respect and support and lifting people up. Right. Making them feel good. And you'll never hear me say it if I don't mean it. Mm-hmm. Like it is definitely not my style. Um but yeah, it's important to me they hear it. You yeah. know? We both have young kids, you and I. Um, and I think that it's, it's it, we're in a world like where obviously, you know, social media is just going to get more and more in your face. Yes. Um, yes. It, I always think about that. And it always worries me now, like having a son and now a daughter as well. Like mm-hmm. you, what message, how am I going to raise them? How do I raise them properly? What messages do I have? Like what have you been doing with your daughter to sort of not just instill like the bullying message, but the positive body image and everything message? Cause like you said, it does hit women a lot harder and especially yeah. in the teenage years. Women are just so hard on themselves, mm-hmm. right? They're just so hard on themselves. Um, I think really for us manners and treating people respectfully is where it starts Mm -hmm. really um treat others we repeat it over and over and over treat others the way you would want to be treated Mm -hmm. and we break that down with her um you know not like saying like it doesn't matter you know what your background is it doesn't matter how tall you are right because my whole life i've been slender just like my daughter since i was a little kid and people said some pretty mean stuff you Mm -hmm. know when you're I don't even like to use the word skinny because it's mean because they think it's a good word. But, you know, but. Um, and that's an interesting point. Yeah. A lot of people using it. They don't know it. No, they don't know. It's a. Yeah. I don't like skinny. I've always said I'm slender because my whole life I've been a slender person. Mm-hmm. But I I would have people come up and say, like, can I pick you up? Like, can I lift you <laughs> all the time? It's a weird ass thing to just walk it, up. To oh, yeah. And, and they would do it. Some would do it. And I'm Jeez. like, why? Like, yeah. but I don't know. I look at. I look at my friends and my my circle and think, like, I don't want to make them feel that way. Like, what can I do mm-hmm. to make sure they don't feel that way? And I think we're always trying to instill that in, in Nev. Same thing. Like, don't say something to someone that you think could, you know. And again, that comes back to even manners. Yeah. Because if, if you see somebody saying something to someone, say something. Mm-hmm. Don't sit and watch it happen. Stand up. Stand yeah. up. Talk, say that hurts because a lot of times maybe no one stood up for, you know, yourself. Mm -hmm. It could have been anyone and maybe no one stood up for you. Yeah. You know, and there you sat and someone made fun of you and maybe others joined in and it's just not my style. It just never has been. Yeah. You know, I. Yeah, it's always been that concern. It's like how you raise them in this world and what Mm -hmm. kind of obstacles are they going to face that we couldn't even imagine, Mm -hmm. right? Well, and even in this job, in this line of work, um, like I've worked with primarily women Mm -hmm. and um, it's a tough space to be sometimes because women can be competitive and in this, in the beauty industry, it can be very, um, it can be catty at Mm -hmm. times. And I was hired at a salon and um, by an esthetician who was a, a senior, she'd been doing it years. She was phenomenal at what she did. She um, had me do a pedicure and she wanted to see how it did, loved it. She talked to my boss, got me hired. Everything was fine. And then within weeks of time, I noticed that 
Suddenly, every time I'd say something or take a sip of my coffee, she'd roll her eyes and not look at me. And really? yeah, she, her attitude completely changed. And I was like, what is going on? And I just didn't have time for it. And finally, after like the hundredth time I noticed, I walked into the back where she was and I went to, you know, get a new coffee. And I said to her, you know, I got to be honest with you. I don't know what's going on. But I said, like, my mother had a stroke not long ago. My head is in a different place. I don't have time for this kind of stuff. I just want you to be honest with me if we're mm-hmm. going to work together. Well, she, her walls completely came down and she said, I'm so, so sorry. I just realized that I'm the one who got you hired here and you could take my job. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God, that's not why I'm here at all. Like I'm literally here to work with you, not take your job. And she's like, I'm just realizing people enjoy you and I'm just finding it, you know, overwhelming. And she said, and she reintroduced herself and we re-shook hands and her and I were best friends ever since. That's fantastic. And that goes to show you, and like in any job, in any, or not even a job, in any situation, mm-hmm. when you're facing that, just talking about what talking about it does, right? Mm-hmm. There, like I just used to work at a company, up. yeah, and I used to work at a company where they used to say like. Uh, like don't tell stories Mm -hmm. because that's what happens when you're not talking is you start telling a story of why someone's mad Mm -hmm. and you make it bigger than it actually is true and then once you have that line of dialogue you understand oh the story i was telling myself was wrong it's really this Mm -hmm. is the reason Mm -hmm. it's kind of like assuming yeah don't assume yeah right i honestly like i'm having a hand massage right now (laughs) is this the final part this is the final Uh, part it sucks because this is the (laughs) the greatest okay um is also like what is that scented like? So okay, so you almond? smell that. That's almond. Oh my god! Everybody I love loves this. So this much. is my CND solar oil. Everybody oh, loves solar oil. I literally buy jars and jars and jars of it because it, it's oh so amazing. My god, the smell. Okay, seriously, <laughs> like this smells and feels amazing. I'm get when you do this, I get tingles in my face. Oh good. <laughs> See, but hand massages are really underrated. Yeah. Because a lot of us, even just as a parent, there's lots of things you do with your hands. And you're not even realizing. So when somebody massages your hands, you go, oh, like that feels good. I didn't even realize I used my hands that much. And, you know, my thumb kills me there or whatever. Right. But hand massages are really, really underrated. Yeah. It's not till someone gets one and go, oh, that actually feels really, really good. Yeah, I guess, especially in like, well, I mean, in any any line of work. But I'm thinking in the office setting, like you're constantly sitting there, your hands on the mouse or the keyboard or something like that. And you're Mm -hmm. holding it in a certain way. You're usually resting the side of your hand in a Mm -hmm. certain way. You don't really even realize it until it's also a way to connect and be comfortable. This is like, this is through personal touch. Right. And, um, when I was going to visit my grandpa at Deer Lodge, um, and he was just, you know, I would just clean his hands up. He'd be sitting in his wheelchair Mm. and I'd just clean up his hands and massage him. He'd fall asleep, but it was just a way to relax him, make him feel good. We'd connect and he loved it. He looked forward to it. And it's the same, it might sound silly, but if you have someone who's sick in your life or has cancer or isn't well and a hand massage or foot massage, Mm -hmm. it's simple. Yeah. Grab some lotion, massage their hands. It just kind of relaxes them, calms them. Mm -hmm. It's just another way to connect. I like that. It's that power of that human connection. Right. And I think that that. I, honestly, I think that that was the biggest hit that we took mm-hmm. uh, with COVID mm-hmm. um, was just that lack of connection that we had. Yeah. And uh, like the fact that you can't hug, you can't handshake, you can't do any of this kind of stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. can't even high five. Oh, my God. Like, it's ridiculous. It it it, it hurt. That yeah. part really hurt that um, not being able to do those typical things that mm-hmm. you'd be able to 
Yeah, we got a cat and we got a photographer in here right now. <laughs> That's what these noises are. Yeah, shaking hands, being able to do this kind of thing. That's just... Yeah, I, and I, it's funny because I've, I've told the aunt too. I was like, I really can't wait to just shake someone's hand again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and that's mixed of everyone's like, well, I don't know if it's necessary or it's like, I don't know if it'll come back. Oh, I'm like, I just like introducing myself. <laughs> I'm like, I like introducing myself and, and shaking someone's it's hand. Like it's, Even right now, you know, Nev is in baseball and yeah. they're they're encouraged not to high five. Really? No, so they have to air high five. What? They can't touch. Yeah, that's with wild. COVID. And it's it's weird. I've heard stories of kids like in elementary schools and stuff that were getting in trouble and getting their recesses taken away because they were too close to their own friends. Yes. And that's wild. Yes. Like to me, like I'd be you know, luckily kids are resilient. I think we already talked they about are this too. And so resilient. And it shouldn't hopefully affect them as much, but like no. you'd hope that it doesn't have that long term effect, right? I don't think it will on them. No. I, I'm a true believer that I think this COVID thing has affected adults more. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying kids aren't. In fact, I think our our grads, I feel horrible for our grads. Yeah. Because um, you can't redo grad. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but, it's done. Oh, it's it. done. It's it. Yeah. You're not going to go back and redo it. Like who yeah. wants to go back and do it in a few months or even? No. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe for our teens, it's different. But like for our young, young little ones. Mm -hmm. They are just going to look back and go, remember when we wore masks all the time? And we some of them won't like, yeah. there's no way Caden's going to remember this. You don't think he will. I don't think like, I mean, he's three and a half. Like how much memories do you have at three and a half? Like, I feel like you True. may have like fleeting visions, but I don't think you're ever going to remember it. Okay. Here's a question. Do you remember like one thing that's big for me is that was traumatic for, I mean, Manitobans at least was the flood, the flood of 97. That was yeah. like the big event. Yeah. I, I, but see, I wasn't three and a half. I was, I was in grade three. What? Well, how old was I in 97? Well, it, no, I was like 10, nine years you're old. you're like closer to, how old are you? I was, well, I was born in 88. So I would oh, have been, I would have been, me, yeah. So. Yeah. I was in, I think it was in grade six or. But yeah, it was a, it was a big thing. But we we're at an older age. Yeah. Whereas like your daughter and like my son, like I mean, she's kindergarten. She's she's going into grade one now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's still relatively young. Like I don't even have fond memories of uh, not like fond. I don't have great memories of like kindergarten, like where I can vividly remember stuff. Right. There's events. Yes. Like I remember like fighting with a friend and i remember the first time i saw another friend was in kindergarten but like there's these little snippets those little things yeah the i small don't remember stuff. kindergarten true that's true yeah yeah so i don't know like i feel like yeah the our kids yes. i don't think will have an impact i think it'll be more the kids that are in elementary mm -hmm. school like in the higher upgrades mm -hmm. remember that like, year we couldn't see you know because like even this cohort thing some yeah. of them are separated by grade and that could be a sibling for some of them Yes. So it's like, oh, yeah. I never even got to see my sister who's in grade, you know, four. Yeah. Right. Could even be like that. Mm -hmm. And they might remember it that way. Remember when I couldn't see you or be around you yeah. in the school for like a whole year? Like, I don't know. It's yeah, it's it's wild. I, I mean, it. I hope it doesn't have an impact on any kid. I really but, hope it doesn't. Yeah, I, and I also really hope this is behind us. Yes. Um. So manicure's done. Yes. That was amazing. My How's hands your hands are, feel? They're, they're shiny. And they're Hydrated. Smooth. Yeah. Right. Oh. 
Oh, right? Yeah, they look smoothed looked, they out, look cleaned good. up, and yeah. men's manicures are like twenty minutes usually. Like they're pretty. Yeah, quick. that was quick. Yeah, like it was really, really quick. Yeah, I actually thought that you would give me more hell about my cuticles being no, all chewed up. So that's they're good. great. <laughs> I see a lot more. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. My first one ever. Happy to that. do it. So happy to do it. Um. So yeah, I mean, we can probably bring this to an end. I just, I, I do have one, like, I guess, last question, but it's like, wh- where do you see the future of the business going? Like, what's your, you know five ten even 20 year plan that's hard like would you ever get a storefront would you would you get a logo no (laughs) i wouldn't get a storefront i wouldn't want i wouldn't want to do the employee thing i think it's just something that i do really well on my own i could see having a partner or someone that i you know um work well with and i do a lot of that now where i'll meet up and do um you know weddings you know i've got lots of hair girls on my um bulletin all the time okay let's meet let's go do you know wedding together um i don't know but other than that Mm -hmm. and i still love what i do i i I hope to be doing way more skincare i mean it's already getting there and i didn't get to mention that i completely revamped my facials into local only yeah let's talk about that because it was it was on my mind yes was, I forgot. Was this <laughs> a, new, a new offering that you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. And really it was COVID driven. I'll admit I wished I'd done it years ago. And, um, but yeah, it's local only products. Mm-hmm. I only use local. Awesome. Um, I'm open to many other products in the city. It isn't just like one line or two. I'm not a believer in one line has all the best things. I think that everyone has something to offer. Um, it's been great. Mm-hmm. It's had a wonderful response. And I'm happy to be supporting local businesses all throughout it. Like I wish I had done it sooner. I didn't even know that. That's, that's amazing that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it it wasn't a hard decision at all. That's the thing. These products I was buying in the distributors that were costing me a fortune that come from California or Paris or wherever they're from. Mm -hmm. It just didn't make a sense to like buy these products that sometimes weren't going far. Um, But also there was just no thankfulness out of it whereas when i work with my local people they're so thankful you Mm -hmm. know they're so happy that people are loving their product they're also saying to me oh my god i want to revamp and try this product what do you think sounds good to me let's do it i'll try it they cared about the relationship they care it's a relationship you nailed it which is your brand which is my thing yeah it's all about personal it's all about relationships that's me Mm -hmm. yeah that's fantastic yeah would you ever move to like teaching Ooh, like yeah. teaching in this field? Yeah, like I feel like you have the great personality to do it, but you also have the knowledge. So I like- was offered this years ago when the schools, but the schools aren't like everything now. Hmm. I'm curious what the future of an esthetician will be. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Because now a lot of programs or schooling, I'm using air quotes here, schooling is like online or something that you can go to a hotel meet up with this person and they like train you in four hours do you know what i'm saying yeah they're not the schools aren't really a thing anymore yeah you're not doing a two-year program right in, in Red right River or something yeah and so i often wonder like if there's even gonna be that kind of stuff like i don't know I don't know, but I'm not sure. I think I just really love doing it this way, getting the personal one-on-one with people mm-hmm. and really feeling like I got through to them. Okay, this is what they need. This is what they're looking for. What, you know, I can do that. I can yeah. show you that. And I think I really like that 
You'll do it as long as you... I think I'll do yeah, it as, as long, long as, as I'm can. able and as long as my hands yeah. are still going because they could crap out on me. Yeah, <laughs> you never yeah, know. That's right. Early arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, let's not hope that that's a thing. Right? We, we need you in the field. Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to be out there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. You're so welcome. How about so you to do it. tell you. everyone where to find you? Okay. So the best way to find me is on Instagram and... And my handle is at be positively beautiful. I couldn't get be positively beautiful. So it's at be positively beautiful. Um, you can find me that way. My phone number is at the top of that page. You can always call or text me. A lot of people are DMing me these days. Mm-hmm. Try to avoid the uh, DMs just because I get a little overwhelmed between text, DM, emails, calls. I get all kinds of different ways too. So call me that way. Shoot me an, uh, you know a text. That's fine. Um. Yeah. Perfect. I'll include all this in the description of the Sounds episode. Sounds good to as me. Well. Best way so, to find me. Right on. Well, my hands feel amazing. Yay. And thank you so much again. You're so welcome. You thank later. you, Justin. It's been great. Bye.